Welcome to the Moments with Chrissy podcast. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you so much for showing up right here and right now with me. So in this episode, the much-awaited episode, I am finally bringing in a very special guest that is who is very close to my heart. It's my brother from the same mother, Goldsford. Um... So before we actually bring him in, I do want to give a short intro to give you some uh, understanding of where he's coming from, just the basics. Of course, he'll tell you a bit more about his story later on, but he did his bachelor's degree in international relations, and there's some economics and public policy there, and some French as well. He's big on languages, and he's great at it huge DIY person, my walking encyclopedia when it comes to history and politics, really amazing person to be with and currently a plant Tito or uncle for some people who don't understand what a Tito is. So yeah, this is my brother. Hi, thanks for bringing me into your show. I'm very privileged to be one of your or your first guest speaker right yes yeah yeah the first one so yeah um should i just tell more about myself or well it's okay this is not an interview so loosen up loosen up (laughs) um well i yeah she's almost she almost got my program of study right i was an undergraduate student um in international studies at york university glendon campus so if for anyone who knows about Glendon campus, it's where the Frenchies go. Like you, you have to, you have to, oh, you have to learn French, or you're obligated to learn French when you're there. So I picked that up by it was of course by choice that I went there because I wanted to learn the language. I had no background in it, and I really she she's she's right. I really like languages, so that's why I went there. Awesome. Well. Okay, before we get into the deep stuff, because I know for us siblings, we always like to talk about the deep stuff. Um, how was your day? Um, it was good. It's very, given the pandemic, can't really do much and the weather's getting colder, so it's even less fun to go outside. Um, just stayed home, did a lot of chores, and yeah, a very relaxing Saturday, yeah. Did you get to take care of your plants to this morning, or? I mean, I mean, I always have to take care of them, or then they'll die. But then again, they usually die if I take care of them too much. So I've my what I've learned so much from planting is that you shouldn't helicopter parents helicopter parent um style parenting doesn't work on plants. So yeah. Awesome. That's good to know. Well, um, thank you again so much for showing up in this episode i know that i kind of you know just popped in your room and asked you hey can you be my first guest speaker and now it's actually happening isn't that amazing well at least for me it is because i know that the next episode that we'll be having you in probably sometime next year our conversation would revolve around something else entirely so i'm you know, I'm really excited to see you evolve with me as well in, from this episode. 
we're big on lifestyle so that's the focus of this podcast lifestyle cultures and relationships right so diving into lifestyle can you i guess tell us a little more about what your daily routine is i know there's no specific daily routine but what keeps you going on a daily basis what keeps you energetic um yeah so she's right i don't really have a specific routine i've learned that routines don't exactly work for me like the term routine in the way that people think about it, as in like waking up at seven taking a walk at seven thirty, eating your breakfast at eight that doesn't work for me i very much like to listen to what my body tells me to like if i'm hungry then i eat if i'm thirsty then i drink but obviously um you know sometimes you have to take like be proactive with what you do um yeah that's fine um and sorry what was the main question again oh uh, yeah that was the main question oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess the daily routine what keeps you going what, what what keeps your energy high throughout the day um i guess just um i guess there's like the goals that i have for the future like i hope to one day become a city planner or just work for the public sector or private sector relating to that field of urban planning and development um but on a day-to-day basis i just don't take things too seriously because i feel like um i used to take things too seriously and i try to pack in so many things in one day um but i realized i can only do so much at a day a day at a time and uh, i have to keep my energy up so i just don't try to take everything in right away. I just try to take things slowly and progressively and get better at things, improve and whatnot. Awesome. Yeah, no, honestly, my brother is amazing. Like, he teaches me a lot of things. My sister teaches me a lot of things too. Hopefully, she can join us one day. But my brother, um, he introduced me to uh, real skincare. <laughs> like, before, I think I was like, just using products that I thought was, you know, generally good for my skin um, and didn't really dive too much into the ingredients aspect of it. Seeing him glow up with the research that he's done, I was like, oh, I need to do that too. So, um, yeah, great, great, great person to have us, uh, to have in this episode. So you mentioned about you know, having goals and using that as a driver or as a tool to um, keep you motivated. And you mentioned about being a city planner, a city planner or an urban planner. I know you've always been huge on that. And when you were a kid, you loved to draw, but when it loved drawing cities or mini towns on just a sheet of paper. So I'm glad that, you know, you're pursuing it. So maybe give us some uh, some perspective on that for some people who doesn't know what that, I guess, role would entail or that that specific position or aspiration. Okay, so um, I actually had to read up about it because I couldn't word it properly in my head. But from what I remember, being an urban planner, um, basically your main purpose is to um, find ways to optimize the spaces in a city like um designate um zones for specific areas in the city to make sure that that's the best best place where transit should be where residential areas should be where commercial areas should be where people can go to the park and where they can't that kind of thing 
Um, yeah, so I guess that's the main gist of what an urban planner is. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. So what's your, what's your ideal um, city? At least for now, I know it will change down the road, but for now, what's an ideal city for you? Well, as, as you know, um, urban planning isn't really my background. I went in international, I completed my studies um, in international studies, that's redundant, but I did my undergraduate in that. Um, it was because I took um, courses in urban economics and also regional development that uh, really piqued my interest in the field. Um, so I wouldn't say that I'm an expert on what <laughs> A yeah. good city should yeah. look like, but I've been doing some research. I think a good city is a place where um, there's not only economic opportunities, but there's also community. Like, um, it's not like a nine to five people go ho- go to work and then go home, but there's actually life in the city. There's parks, there's festivals, there's um, strong um, public um, public services like. Uh, police and fire uh, fighters and uh, local libraries that really engage the community um, as well as um, I think a good city is a place where it's not car centric because I feel like a lot of North American cities are very heavy on on um, really pr- providing priority to people who own cars when most people take the bus or um, would rather bike if they had the chance but there's no there's no opening on the roads for bikes or the public ta- transit isn't really that good. So I think a good city is something that prioritizes people over cars. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, I think, yeah, people is always, you know, people is everything, right? Um, the world revolves around people. If there weren't people, we wouldn't have buildings. We wouldn't have a society. We wouldn't have community. So I'm glad that you definitely pointed that out. Um, I guess diving deeper into that, what do you think makes a good community when you mentioned about, um, you know, like what encompasses a good community? Um, I feel like a good community community is where people of all stripes and all backgrounds have a space where they can enjoy themselves. Um, it doesn't matter if you're low income or middle income or high income, or if Maybe you're more of an introvert or an extrovert or an indoors or outdoors person. I feel like a good community is a place where everyone's interests and um, I guess like uh, recreational preferences are like present and accessible. So in that sense, I guess there's other aspects to what a good community is as well, like economics and politics and whatever, but from just a general just of it. I feel like that's what a good community should be like, where everyone feels like they have a role, they have mm-hmm. a place in society. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Do you think your perspective has changed? Because, you know, like, we came from a different culture, we were raised in a different culture, and then we moved to a different country, which has a different set of ideals and perspectives, too. So, um... Guess what I really want to understand is, and and feel free to explore this with us, or if you want to give us 
less details it's up to you whatever you're comfortable with but have you ever felt like you weren't part of a community um yeah i and i'm comfortable sharing that part of my past because i feel like it's really informed a lot of who i am and what i believe in um when i was a kid i was bullied a lot because uh, for being really sensitive especially since i'm a guy and you know like typically boy kids are more like abrasive more not as emotionally aware as females and i was more of a female in that sense um and also i guess um that also kind of helped me build some level of anxiety growing up so i was very awkward around people i was very i thought i was just introverted but i actually just didn't know how to interact with people and um i felt like those experiences really helped me build my identity and my perspective on um specifically relating to what i just said about how everyone should be welcomed in the community i mean as long as you're not doing anything crazy or anything like that but obviously um uh, i just felt that um i feel kind of kindred spirits with people who don't feel like they belong because i've been there and it's not fun and i kind of just want to build not build or like create an environment where people of all stripes can belong and have a purpose and are productive members of that community. Mhm. No, that's that's fair. I think going through tough times definitely would help shape you your perspective in the future. So I'm glad that, you know, it brought you to a more positive space. I'm sure it took some time. Um looking back, does it surprise you to be where you are in your life right now? Um I I I'm not really that type of person who looks back and says, "Oh wow, like it's crazy like what happened and where where I was and where I am now." Although I'll admit that there's a lot of change that I wasn't expecting to happen just because obviously I'm not I can't predict the future for one and also just because I was a very different person back then I don't think my personality and traits back then would have like weren't projecting towards the future that I have today um and I'd say it's like mostly mostly has to do with the fact that we moved to Canada and also the fact that I was exposed to other perspectives, other cultures, other religions than what I grew up with and also like the freedom that comes with being here um in terms of just like culturally speaking there's more freedom to choose. Um yeah, so I guess I'd say I'm I I wasn't aware that this was going to happen to me like where I am right now but Mm, yeah, no, that's fair. I think every person looks back differently or takes looks at life differently, right? Some people are more um reflective of what has happened. Some people are focused on the future and their goals. Some people are more present, right? So, I think every person in the phase of their life sort of changes with how they look at how they interact with themselves with the world and with the people around them so w- would you be able to describe what your relationship is with yourself currently 
Um, it's kind of, it's kind of messy, but I'd say it's much improved from where it was five, ten years ago. I very much was not a person who had a lot of self-confidence and self-esteem growing up, partly because of the bullying and partly because, um, well, I'm gay, so it kind of like there was some a lot of self-hatred there growing up in a very conservative, not, not, not a concert. My family wasn't conservative Christian, but they were like moderate Christian by Philippine standards. But growing up in an evangelical school and going to Catholic church and being taught that, you know, being gay is bad. I remember even growing up um, in one of my classes that we were, um, we were shown a video about like how this guy who was gay is like a sinful person because he was seeing another guy and that at the end of the at the end of the show he actually turned back to god by not seeing that guy anymore and i was like looking back at that i'm pretty shook that that's a thing that we still teach like kids back home and i'm sure maybe in community um more religious communities here but um yeah well, yeah, no, for sure, and I, I wonder if that's still a thing right now. I hope it has changed right with time. Yeah. So, with with looking back to that, I'm sure it was tough coming out of your shell to really uh, be your full self. It was a lot of discovering, right? You you took some time to really explore that side of yourself, and I'm glad that. You now are like super proud of yourself of what how far you've come. Um, what are things that you're? What are other things that you know you you like about yourself? What are you proud of? What are you proud of? And I think that's you know I think celebrating oneself and your achievements or or even just the journey that you've done. I know not looking back, just where you are right now. What what would you say you're really thankful for? Um, I'd say I'm really thankful, like, just me, myself, or, like, with other people, or... It doesn't matter it, however you take that question. Well, I guess, like, obviously I'm thankful for my family, because, um, we've we've had fights before, but we always get back together, and my family is very supportive, even though sometimes I kind of push them away because I'm a brat sometimes, but I really try not to be, um... Uh, I'm really thankful um, for, uh, ironically, I'm thankful for my Christian upbringing because that really informed a lot of the good parts of my moral standing, like my moral perspectives. Like there's a lot of things that I have rejected from from that specific period of my past, a specific teachings, but there's also a lot that I took in, um, like empathy and understanding other people and also just forgiving other people when they make mistakes because no one is perfect and we're all trying our best yeah bro you really matured (laughs) i mean i know that you you're always mature but then it's just your take on that despite everything that has happened you still try to look at the positive um the the positive things that you've learned from that type of experience so I'm honestly, it's it's great to hear. And I'm sure that anyone who's also listening, going through those changes, um, there's that rainbow at the end of the rain. Somehow, somewhere down the road. So just go through the process and, 
process and you know i hope that you'll you'll get there and still when you get there it's still a process and i know that this is a conversation even that we had with our sister about like the journey and the process so not looking back i think looking forward i i want you to share your pers- perspective on dealing with uncertainty oh um yeah that's still something i need to work on because i don't like uncertainty um but i do try to steal myself in case of scenarios where i know it's going to happen where i know something might go sideways and basically i just i just go with the mentality that whatever whatever comes um no matter how big it is that i'll be able to overcome it because i i know that i've gone through a lot all all of these several years of my life more than 20 years of my life that i know that whatever comes my way i'll be able to um find a way to go around it it might not be easy it might not be straightforward but if i put my mind to it i'll be able to get through it and of course with the help of my support team friends family yeah great that's just so nice to hear so speaking of you know we we talked a lot about uncertainty in the past and the previous episode and i think that's something that everyone's dealing with especially right now um so for you how are you dealing with you know probably not just covid but with this new lifestyle like this new work life culture ish like how do you feel about you know not going to the office or not having to commute out or not having to go downtown all the time to meet up with your friends and you know just plan out activities how do you deal with that for the work aspect specifically i feel like i'm going to go against a lot of people because i do like commuting to work i like sitting on the bus and on the subway even though sometimes it's infuriating especially if you're coming home and you're between shepherd and finch and it's always really really slow for for no reason i well i mean there's a reason but it's just it's really annoying um but i do miss going to work um but i i think i've adjusted well to working from home i it's definitely more convenient in terms of if you have chores to do um or if you've really had like a bad night of sleep then you can wake up a bit later instead of earlier because you don't have to like get ready to go to work like in terms of getting out of the house and commuting or driving you don't have to do that you just wake up go to your workspace obviously you have to you know get ready basic stuff like don't wear home clothes or brush your teeth and whatnot but yeah in terms of my friends yeah i really do miss hanging out with my friends um but i'm pretty surprised at how long i can go without actually talking to any of them um i mean i know that i'm slightly an introvert but sometimes i, I get kind of scared it's like i can go on and up for like several days without talking to any of my friends and like having some contact with my family so yeah i i think overall though i've adjusted pretty well to the covid new covid reality yeah no honestly i'm i know that i can be annoying sometimes like i just pop in the room and i would i don't know say some rant or knock on the door and just i don't know say stuff that sometimes don't make much sense but 
you know what i appreciate this um times too because i don't know i think as a family we've gotten stronger in terms of understanding each other's quirks where we just got so tired about it like the the small things that used to annoy at least for me annoy me is just now quirks that i have to deal with it's not a bad thing it's just accepting everyone for who they truly are because we get to see them in a work environment we get to see them much more i think so but yeah i think commuting wise good for you i mean not not right now but like i'm glad that you enjoy commuting so i mean i mean it depends where i mean if my workplace was in the middle of nowhere that would be kind of tough but my workplace well my my workplaces have been in areas where there's like something to see or something to do and i don't know like i just like being on the bus it's kind of relaxing just being around other people you're kind of all ignoring each other but you're also all just there sitting waiting at the same time for the next stop or whatever mhm so like now that you you you've sort of separated the different things that you could do while commuting how are you feeling when it comes to you know now you're working from home how do you get to separate your work routine versus your personal routine what are your constants in in your day like i know you work out so in a week let's say what's something that you have to do you have to eat you have to drink like walk walk us through that what keeps you sane basically um what keeps me sane i well yeah working out does help release anxiety like when i get stressed at work or if i'm just unrest like restless exercise does help uh playing video games i just i actually just started playing league because of covid because my friends were bugging me to play league so that's a thing now um my plans really help i really like seeing them like grow every other week like i see changes in them that's really nice and i also like just um watching netflix is relaxing too a lot of things relax me i guess i'm not very i'm not the type of person who seeks out like fun and i i just say i'm not an extroverted person when it comes to finding entertainment i don't like going to the amusement park and riding roller coasters i don't like that i like more being indoors or if i'm outdoors i'm usually with my friends like small group of friends which is sadly something i can't do but otherwise i'm coping well with the pandemic and yeah i'm still able to relax perks of being an introvert yay <laughs> well that's good i'm um working out so fitness i know that's a life that's already something that's ingrained in you um how, what is it about working out that you know makes you feel good just releasing energy i guess um and also uh it's kind of like when you're uneasy or when you're stressed it's kind of just something you can focus your mind on and not have to think about not have to think about other things i'd say those two things yeah mm, yeah i i guess that's me with walking so i can totally relate to mindless mindless physical activity that is sort of like your meditation as well right and i really like this um 
this thing or no I won't say it's a thing because it's more than that this lesson that I learned from you recently about you told me how you work out but you it's not like a specific workout that you do every time you listen to your body sometimes you do a shorter workout sometimes you do you do intensity ones or strength training or cardio like how did you learn that or how did you get there um well I mean It's mostly, I think, because of COVID and the fact that I usually go to the the gym that I usually go to is closed because of COVID. So now I have to settle working out without weights and without the machines. And it's just kind of really different in terms of doing calisthenics, just using your body. And there's also a whole different dynamic when you're just at home for most of the day. I'm not sure if it makes me more restless or more tired it really fluctuates and I just learned to listen to my body in a way that if I'm tired I work out less if I have a lot of energy or feel really anxious and have a lot of energy because of that I work out more um I do want to push my body a bit more every now and then just so you know I can get some gains in but it's not I'm not really a big um bodybuilder type of workout person i mean i do like seeing gains here and there but i think it's mostly or like i'd say 50 percent of it is for health reasons just to keep parts of my body like active because you know sitting down all day isn't good for you either yeah so i'd say 50 percent for health 50 percent for the looks the gains (laughs) the big big muscles not that big muscles but bigger than before yeah that kind of thing (laughs) nice well oh i don't i may have not told you but i actually have weights i got them from amazon i know okay probably um i know you're not a big fan of amazon we'll talk about we'll probably have another episode about your stance on i don't know sustainability and products that you want to you know promote and purchase but i do have weights so if you want to use them it's just five pounds it's probably not enough for you but it could help right i mean it's something i mean you did tell me but i kind of forgot about it yeah i'll I'll keep it in mind maybe i'll ask for them one day or you can just take them it's okay i yeah yeah awesome well cool um do you have a favorite i know i know this is a random question but it just I don't know, dawned on me because I always talk about this with like my coworkers and friends sometimes. Our favorite day is Thursday usually or or if, I don't know, maybe that's just, a, that's too random. But do you have a favorite day? Okay, that's a random question. <laughs> but um, I, I actually don't think so. I'm not, I, well, okay, actually, that's a lie. When I started working full-time, and I just started working full-time recently, um, before that, I didn't really have any full-time jobs. The full-time jobs that I did have were just summer jobs that lasted for a month or two. And now I actually have a full-time job. It's like a year. Um, So I think I'm starting to be one of those people who really likes Friday now. Because it's really like, oh, it's the end of the week. I don't have to work tomorrow. Whereas before, it's like, oh, I'm working tomorrow, but it's only four hours, or I'm not working I'm not working on Monday or Tuesday, so whatever. Now, Friday, I think, is slowly becoming my favorite day of the week. 
Mm, nice. And speaking of the work week, how do you prepare yourself on, let's say, a Sunday night to get ready for the work week? Um, basically, I don't. I just, <laughs> I just do whatever. I just do whatever I do to relax and like enjoy and like whatever at home. So nothing really. I just go with the flow. And then when Sunday ends, I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm going back to work. Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> awesome. Well, okay. Thank you so much for sharing all of your thoughts. I think we we gotta wrap things up. Um, and well, too bad. I'm sure you'll you'll join us again sometime soon. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation that we had. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I've never been on anyone's podcast before. I don't think I'm that well known. I'm not too popular enough for that but it's pretty cool to be talking to your audience and yeah i hope they got something from the ramblings of my mind today oh i'm sure they do i'm sure they learned a lot about your story your experiences your perspective on life and your you know quirks as well <laughs> probably um so yeah i guess something that I usually want to think about and I think people tend to forget to introspect on the current events that we have right now um what would you say is the biggest learning that you you've had this year um and it can be it doesn't have to be about yourself it can be about the world or about the people around you it, it it can be really anything, any new learnings. Um, from, from times of hardship, people can either um, stand up and, you know, be leaders of their communities. And, and like, I see politicians like AOC and Bernie Sanders and people like that. I really admire them. Um, or um, in times of... Um, uncertainty people can also take advantage of all the fear that other people have so we have Donald Trump and all the other um, problematic dictators or wannabe dictators of the world and it's just really I feel very conflicted about it but I do hope that we come out of 2020 stronger into 2021 so it's gonna be real fun I guess we'll see yeah, I think honestly that that wraps it up real well about how I feel about 2020 as well. Um I really hope that this year taught us a lot about, you know, leadership and taking initiative and really being there for each other because you know, let's say just wearing masks sometimes can be inconvenient or of course if you have a health issue that's a different story we wouldn't want to dive into. Um but just really looking out for each other means a lot. So for anyone who is struggling right now and mentally or physically or emotionally, what do you want to tell them? Um, remember to take care of yourself first. And I don't mean that in a selfish, egotistical, like narcissist way that I only care about myself kind of way. But if you think about it and if you really think about it, at the end of the day, if you want to do anything for other people, for your family, for your friends, or just for a random stranger, you really need the mental, 
physical, emotional energy to be there for them or else you can't do that. So yeah, take care of yourself. Don't get sick. Eat, drink, uh, sleep if you have to. Um, or sleep when you have to don't push yourself because um, if you want to be someone who helps other people at the end of the day you're gonna have to help yourself first because that's where everything starts it starts with yourself Mm -hmm. yeah I, i i love how you worded it where it is a balance but first it's it's like wearing the oxygen mask like you know you have to save yourself first before you can save other people yeah um and last question, I think, and this is something that I really love, and I didn't really uh, get to this question, even asking this question to myself until recently, but do you have a love mes- message to yourself? Um, you're, uh, you're smarter than you think you are. <laughs> you're, you're braver than you think you are. You're basically every good quality that you think you are, but you're more of it. Just don't doubt yourself. And just, you know, always be humble about it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. I think you you definitely are more than what you think you are, bro. I think definitely keep at it. I know that you have a bright future ahead of you. And I'm glad that, you know, you're huge. I know that we've always talked about this, but you're huge on taking things day by day, right? While, of course, working towards a bigger goal, but really... The importance of being present and being your best pr- person right now and not having any regrets is huge. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for showing up today. Yay. Okay, you don't sound that happy. Are you tired? No, I'm not tired. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy to be on your podcast and to share my thoughts too on on spotify i feel like i'm a celebrity now thank you for that well who knows right nobody knows what's gonna happen in the future but bro i am super thankful to have you here like i know i've said that quadruple million trillion times already even offline but i really admire your courage for stepping in and sharing your story i know that it wasn't that easy of a decision but this will probably not be the last episode that you'll be in I would love to you know share more of how you've overcome your struggles back then and how you've become this really strong person who I know right now and I am really excited where life would take you because I know that you do have a really bright future. Know that I'm here to always support you. Okay, I'll stop now. I know you're getting diabetes <laughs> with all the mushiness. Okay, everybody. If you have any comments, thoughts, questions, any topic you want to cover, feel free to reach me at moments at Chrissy at gmail.com. That's the end of our episode. Thanks so much for listening in. I hope you were able to li- to learn as much as I have learned. Um, I'm still learning from my brother and from the people around me. So I hope that you did as well. Um, I'll catch you soon. But hey, don't forget, keep creating memories with your loved ones. And that life always has something in store for you, for me, for us. So do not give up. Keep looking for it and enjoy every step of the way. 
you are loved you are enough and i hope that you stay safe and stay healthy i'll catch you real soon thanks bye everyone